I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey, everyone. So today has been a very crazy day for me, just very weird. And to top it all off, there's some guys across the street right now with a chainsaw up in a tree. Like they're literally on a ladder in the tree with a chainsaw. And so (laughs) I know everybody knows I have a home studio. And so this is not ideal. So I'm coming to you guys from underneath a blanket. And I'm just hoping that the sound quality is somewhat normal for you guys. And if it's not, I apologize. And hopefully these men with a chainsaw will not be there tomorrow to interrupt our recording. (laughs) Uh, We hope for the best. Anywho, I have a longer story to tell you guys towards the end of the episode, so I'm going to just jump right in. Our first story is about Biden announcing that we will be withdrawing troops from Afghanistan, ending what feels like an endless, frustrating, and somewhat fruitless war. So President Biden announced yesterday that he will be withdrawing all combat troops from Afghanistan by this September 11th. Obviously, an incredibly symbolic date. Three different presidents in a row now have been trying to get all of our troops home and out of that area in a strategic way that would not destabilize the whole region. We don't want it to become a hotbed for terrorist activity, and that is everyone's fear with withdrawing troops. And really, it seems that there was never going to be a perfect time or perfect way to pull the plug on this venture. It was a very expensive war in many different capacities, whether you look at it from financial standpoint or resources or human life. And we weren't really accomplishing much. Ultimately, it will always be the goal of the United States to help that region stabilize But we may be even more effective at that using diplomatic means rather than occupying it, which seems to not have been the best solution. I have friends who specialize in this area of public policy, and they've made it clear to me that some of the efforts there have been worthwhile, but it's really hard to see that from the view of the general public. 
It's been America's longest war, and most Americans feel like we have nothing to show for it. Biden is the first president in 40 years to have had a child who has served in a war zone, specifically in Iraq. So he knows firsthand how scary and frustrating it is to have a child on the front lines of a war that doesn't seem to be going anywhere or accomplishing anything. Now, that said, we may pull out and end up seeing how effective our presence was there because we could see an uptick in that terrorist activity that everyone's worried about. But maybe the Afghani government handles it better than anyone anticipated. Who knows? We won't know until we try. And for now, the Afghani president has tweeted this, quote, Tonight, I had a call with President Biden in which we discussed the U.S. decision to withdraw its forces from Afghanistan by early September. The Islamic Republic of Afghanistan respects the U.S. decision, and we will work with our U.S. partners to ensure a smooth transition, end quote. Let's just hope that a smooth transition is what we get. And for our next story, Kim Potter is charged in the killing of Dante Wright. She went from arresting someone to being arrested herself. But lucky for her, no one shot her in the process. Kim Potter has been charged with second-degree manslaughter for the killing of Dante Wright. They have moved her trial to avoid conflict of interest but the charges carry a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. People are still finding it difficult to believe that this was fully an accident, given how many years Potter had spent on the force. She would certainly know the difference between a taser and a gun. We'll keep you guys posted on any movement in this case. Okay, and for our last story today, full body chills. Two men were arrested in the disappearance of Kristen Smart. Guys, I feel that I was just meant to tell you this story today. If you follow the true crime podcast, Crime Junkies, you know the reference of full body chills. But if you're not a crime junkie, you still kind of get the point. It's a goosebump moment. But the reason I actually said full body chills today was because I just so happened to listen to Kristen Smart's story today for the first time, even though it happened back in 1996. And I've been listening to true crime for years and had never heard it before. I had heard a lot of people reference it, though, and randomly decided to watch a YouTube video about it today of all days via Kendall Ray, in case you're curious. But after watching the video on it, I opened up my email to a breaking news alert that two men had just been arrested for her murder after about 25 years. What are the odds that this just so happened to happen Today of all days when I watched this video, it was so crazy, you guys. And obviously that moment of opening my email and saw the headlines gave me 
full body chills. And for those of you who do not know Kristen Smart's story, I'm going to go ahead and back up and fill you guys in on all the details. So Kristen Smart was a young woman attending college at California Polytech State University. She was six foot tall and a beautiful blonde freshman. She was walking home alone from a party one night, very drunk or possibly drugged. Three other students approached the girl trying to help her get back to her dorm safely. And one of those students was Paul Flores. He ended up being the specific one to walk her fully into her dorm, just him. And she was never seen again. Obviously, investigators have always hypothesized that this was some type of rape gone wrong and that he somehow concealed her body for all these years. Remember, this happened way back in 1996, so 25 years of looking for her has taken its toll. At the time, Dogs marked in his dorm room, signaling that a dead body had been present at the end of his dorm room bed. They actually even brought in multiple dogs just to double check, and all of them indicated on the same spot. But where the body went after that was a mystery. The roommate at the time told investigators that Paul had confessed to him that he had killed her and taken the body to his mom's house. But after a search at his mom's house turned up nothing, they were kind of at a dead end. If you don't know this already, it is very, very difficult to try a murder case in court without the body. Because it's easy for the defense to say, well, maybe she's alive somewhere. Maybe she wandered off and just abandoned her life without a body we wouldn't know for sure that she was dead. But we're pretty sure that's not the case here with Kristen Smart because, in fact, she had called her mom that Friday saying she had some big, exciting news to tell her and that she would call her on Sunday. No call ever came. But everyone has always suspected Paul Flores, and now, almost 25 years later, he and his father have both been arrested. And that obviously gives us an idea of what investigators now believe happened. Perhaps he buried her at his dad's house and not his mom's house. They also executed a search warrant at their homes. And although they still have not found Kristen's body, they did find substantial evidence that we don't know much about yet. But the sheriff's office assured the public that they will continue to look for Kristen's body regardless of what's going on in court and that it remains a top priority for them. Here's to hoping that after almost 25 years of waiting that the Smart family can finally put Kristen to rest and pursue the justice she deserves. And that is the news du jour. And today, due to these crazy circumstances with the chainsaw, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, what will be, will be one of my favorites.
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh.